Foreigners, two languages, one unexpected conversation. Welcome to No Prep Talk. With you today, Fumio, Joanna, okay. and Priscilla. So, hello everybody. Um, welcome. Today, I um, am challenging you guys on something that could be very straightforward, but uh, I find it to be challenging these days. Um, my question for you guys today is, um, what is nationality? What is your nationality? And in general, what is to be a national of a certain country? Uh, Joana, we're all Portuguese. Uh, why would you say you are Portuguese? In what sense are you Portuguese? That's a that's a tough one. Um, I well, to be Portuguese is to definitely like the good weather, <laughs> the good food, and the good wine. Is uh, uh, definitely be uh, a bit more introvert that's something that I, I learned ever since I, I, I moved out of out of Portugal uh, I have I have the the I get the impression that there's a lot of introverts in in Portugal uh, whereas let's say like in, in in Ireland there's a lot more people that are they are called censors who are usually more extroverts um, so and I, I definitely identify with that. Uh, we we are also very um, not not a sad not a sad people. Uh, sad is not the word, but very much into. Um, I think it's to do with the with saudad as well. I think it's connected to that feeling of saudad, longing, longing, which is very much yeah. Portuguese. Uh, I think the word is melan melancholic, maybe. I think we are yeah. melancholic people. Um, and I, I also identify with that. Uh, so to me, to be a Portuguese is to be all of those things. Um, you, you said uh, we Portuguese and, and you started speaking. Is, is that a thing? Elder, do you find yourself um, to be introvert uh, or do you do you identify with that are you a, a wine person how are you portuguese you would say yeah i think that's definitely an easier question um than to define what distinguishes a portuguese because that that has evolved even in the past 50 years like the type of portuguese that was migrating to france and to venezuela is is a completely different person yeah. I think the physical traits still remain. So I think my uh, some my dark hair, well now gray, but in theory, brown eyes, um, that sort of character traits or physical traits do resemble a lot of what is considered Portuguese or South of Europe. Uh, the accent, there's still parts of it which is you know coming from that language or the, the grammar that sometimes we translate into English, it's noticeable. 
Um, in terms of some some of the things you mentioned, like the weather or the food, I don't I don't think I have that much as I had a long time ago. I think I lost a little bit. And that also applies, for example, for the kind of sense of humor that one has or that, that you appreciate, that you enjoy. I think I'm under the impression that we have a little bit of different types of humor because we assimilated and consumed from, from TV, from Spanish TV, French TV, Italian TV, UK, mostly US. So it's hard, we can like slapstick humor and we can also understand sarcasm. Um, so I think it's more variety, but no distinguishable type of humor. So those would be the first things that come to mind in terms of how I would see, there's, there's still a Portuguese side of me that is kind of present in my daily routines. But so you would say, apart from the physical traits and the physical traits um, would be genetic. And yes, there's a majority of people that would not have fair hair, um, yeah. blue, green eyes. Uh, so apart from that, you would say there is such a thing as to be Portuguese. Um, it's, I think there is in... I think language is probably the most noticeable one, I think. Like the way we've evolved communicating, the style of communication, I think it's, it reflects, it's, it's really, the language is symptomatic of that. Anything else, it relies a lot on context, meaning um, what do you like more? What kind of food do you like more? What kind of weather do you like more? That evolves much faster, I think, in my case, than, than the language itself. I, I feel like, It'll be hard for me to ever forget Portuguese or, or sort of like speak only 20% of what I've always spoken. So it's, it's kind of, it feels like it's ingrained in me. Whereas any other trait I might have personality-wise that would be considered Portuguese, I think is slowly fading away or some of them might be. If I compared myself, you know, 10 years ago and now and maybe potentially if I stay outside of Portugal for more years, I think it will you will fade away a little bit. I think sense of humor is one that is noticeable and, and, and to me, but that I'm sure there are more examples. Do you, do you still consume Portuguese uh, arts like music and literature or other stuff? Well, I'm, I'm aware that this is recording. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I have in Portuguese are the... Um, the other thing I consume is the Portuguese sports newspapers. Oh, okay. So you're a, you're a football guy. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's another like, thing that's very Portuguese. It is, yeah. Well, it's very European, right? Uh, yeah, well, I guess. So is, so mm -hmm. is rugby. So is tennis, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. But the, the question here is, well, the, the start is, what is your nationality or what are you in terms of your nationality? But the deep question behind it is, um, is there such a thing? Uh, and I, I asked this because I felt closer to, for instance, Galician people than I have to um, people from Lisbon, myself coming from the north of Portugal. Uh, similarly, I've, I've felt closer to a female 
German girl, woman, that studied economics, uh, such as myself, uh, than I have with, I don't know, Portuguese nurses that I've uh, met uh, living abroad as well. So uh, there are things that connect us to other people. And uh, in a general sense, we could say oh, those, those common grounds are what define nationality, apart from, you know, just being born in a specific territory or, or and or speak a certain language. Uh, and more and more those things become um, apparent in our day to day, uh, especially when we live abroad. Uh, so my question is, is there still such a thing now that we have a global world uh, of communication and, and connections, uh, now that we have uh, more and more niches that uh, you find, you, you know, you're, you're specialized in a certain uh, art or trade or you have a specific hobby. Uh, as all of this develops, is nationality still a thing? Are we still uh, all Portuguese? Do we still have that common ground? I think so. Um, I, I also agree with you when you say that when you live abroad, that concept of being Portuguese or any other nationality, it kind of fades away with time. But at the same time, I think that there's some things that are visceral, almost. Let's say I'm thinking about one thing, which is um, it's to do with our personality. I think there's things that are passed on to to us as Portuguese that it's you know it's a <clears throat> it's part of the, the the culture of what it is to being Portuguese uh, so it's it's normal that it's you know passed on to us and then we prepare perpetuate uh, the, that trait uh, even though we're not living in Portugal anymore so it's one thing that I've noticed when I moved to Ireland which I think it's very interesting. It's that notion of like Portuguese people are being honest is very important to us. So being in a, a social setting with other people, you know, being honest and authentic with other people is, it's, is sometimes overly uh, significant to us in the sense, so let's say I'm gonna give you an example. Let's say uh, to a Portuguese person, if your friends, if you have a friend who speaks uh, badly of you uh, with you not being present, you're gonna say that that person is what? A fake person? Uh, it, it's probably gonna arm, harm your relationship with the person. Um, and you know, it's it's something that I find it's very important for uh, in general for Portuguese people. While in Ireland, one of my friends, uh, when I was talking to her about this, she was like, "That's not a thing here. It really isn't a thing here. More important than being honest is being friendly." So the Irish people are more about being friendly with others it doesn't you know they don't care if they they are 
it's not as important if they are being honest with what they are saying as long as they are friendly with what they are saying and they are not rude to other people or they are not like overly honest to a point that it can be rude. And so that's a trait of our personality that I think we in general, in general uh, all have. I, 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 I have it, uh, that's for sure. So. No, I, I, I understand and I, I agree. There's a few things that are still present in us as Portuguese, yeah. But I, I would I would turn that question around and ask you, uh, is that a trait that maybe Spanish people or Italians from the South would have as well? Uh, so is this to be Portuguese or um, are there sort of transnational or, or, or supranational sort of concepts that travel and and yeah, we're part of that wave, sort of, sort of say. I mean, I, do, I, I don't have, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that question because I've never talked about that with Spanish people or Italian people, but I've, I know that it's definitely not a thing here in Ireland. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. know how to answer that question. Elder, um, what do you think? Would it, would it be a thing that uh, Portuguese people are a certain trade and Irish people are another and so on? Can we categorize nationalities in such a, a clear way, in your view? It's, I think it's, it's hard nowadays with globalization to separate, especially in something like Europe, um within the same generation like a student nowadays from from finland and another one from portugal the immediate differences are physical then slowly start understanding some traits and person personal traits that seem to be more prevalent in one country versus the other so you know the nordics might be more reserved and more um um, what's the word? Um, um, not, it's not. It's not rude. It's more like they they they'll say or they'll express themselves. Straightforward. Yeah, straightforward. Whereas we wouldn't. So you have that sort of line of comparison that probably will prevail for many years to come. But other than that, um, it's hard for me to pinpoint what I what I can do now at the moment. And I think what I can really speak on is my personal experience is how much nationality is or isn't still a identity, part of my identity, how much of it is. And, and I feel like it is less and less because I, I've been mostly working and, and traveling and living in Europe. So it becomes more that rather than I am Portuguese abroad. So I feel less that. So it is, it is important as a nationality because it's on the passport. It's, uh, you know, on your contract, maybe it says that you're Portuguese or I don't know. Some things it might be form, for a formality, but other than that, I don't feel it that much because I can integrate with language in the countries I've lived in. Yes. A proud nationalist would love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's you know, the, the difference? The reason the reason why, why I came with this question is exactly this uh, new wave that is getting so 
almost overwhelming of nationalism, um, almost to a point that I don't understand it. Uh, there's this consciousness of uh, your country and your country is, is, is better and all other countries are better than the others. But then in the same country, you have stronger divisions, more and more, you know, like principles, a big division on people that are, uh, let's call them left and right or, or, or conservative and progressive. And then at the same time, you have regional specific, specific uh, approaches to, to culture, to food, sometimes even different weathers if we're talking about bigger countries. So there's such a, a variety and such a um, uh, uh, s- such such closeness sometimes across borders. You know, um, Portugal with North Portugal with Galicia. Uh, you know, the Basque Country in Spain and in France. Uh, Switzerland's quarters with with Germany, with with Austria, with with uh, Italy, and so on. Uh, so it feels to me that this concept of uh, nationality is being exaggerated. Uh, and if you actually look into the, the, the nations, they're divided. They're divided regionally and they're divided uh, even in each region by the approach of different peoples. And uh, what, what I feel is uh, in the old days, uh, the, the stronger part would invade the, the weaker part or they would just travel to the other region where they'd find more common ground or so. Uh, but we have uh, sort of uh, set borders. So that's not a possibility. And mingling doesn't feel that easy anymore these days. So in the end, what, what is this nationalistic... Uh, thing when nationalism is is at the same time very strong and very weak so that was the reason why i came up with this uh, with this challenge um what are we are, are we portuguese are we european are we international people are there portuguese people that are not international people why are people just becoming uh more focused on their own country and at the same time so involved in international uh, affairs so you know it's such a such a process these days that uh, um i thought it would be interesting to see your view um yeah i i, I so, think you describe the context in which we're living in uh yeah. what i would um raise as a question or pose as a question there for all of us is if you take the politics aspect of it you know policy making and so on things that make sense because we're in a continent like europe in your day-to-day lives when is your nationality important what, what when is it needed that you need to state your nationality because it's needed in that in that situation what kind of examples do you guys think of i don't have any i'm living abroad and i don't have any i'm european that's enough for any. everybody. Unless someone asks me uh, what's a sentence in Portuguese and I have to translate it. Uh, <laughs> so language, language, right? <laughs> Something that, that will, exactly. But other than that, 
how is how is that identity unfortunately, unfortunately i don't think that applies to us uh especially because i'm white and i'm not i don't have don't even have dark hair anymore um but for some people to go to you know they, when they try to go to some places saying that they are of one nationality or another might be different for for them if you know what i mean so you're saying that uh, there may be xenophobia or even racism depending on if uh, it's to do with the the country written in your id or how you look sure that, that may even, be a thing i've even felt well i i, I didn't feel that the person was being a xenophobe against me, but I definitely felt that when I said that I was Portuguese, I definitely felt a, a disappointment uh, in the other person's face because being Portuguese is not as nice or not as fancy as being Italian or Spanish or any you know other European nationality. And uh, so I, I definitely felt that before but otherwise yeah i don't have any other examples of when i need uh, to be portuguese on my daily life well i did hear somebody say to me once and this is the the cliche so that's why i i still remember it and still find it so <laughs> interesting uh you come here you take our jobs you take our <laughs> women And I absolutely, I, I particularly like the, you take our jobs and you take our women. That, that, that still today is, is, is wonderful for me to remember. Um, I, do, I do understand that. And unfortunately, it feels like there's a hierarchy of countries, which is somewhat what you're describing. And we're not so bad in that, in that hierarchy. If you said that you were Nigerian, Uh, in Ireland, that would put, place you in the middle of the table. Uh, if you said that you were, let's say, uh, Syrian, probably people would be like, okay, I need to step back a bit. Definitely. Uh, this is not working for me. So uh, that, that's, that's certainly something that, uh, that may be a part of people's minds. Um, but what about in between... Um, I don't know, uh, peers. So both of you are living in English-speaking countries. Uh, but let's say, for instance, Elda, you lived in Spain. So between Portugal and Spain, there's, there's a bit of a, a clash, but at the same time, it's quite friendly. Um, there wouldn't be such a, such a, a clash, such a difference uh, in perceived hierarchy for, for Spanish people uh, with there. Uh, so did, did you feel that was a thing, like nationality impacting negatively how you were perceived? I think it can happen. The, the more you have an understanding and, uh, and an expertise or proficiency in the language, the less that becomes a thing. Because not only you understand where they're coming from when they say something in, in a particular way, they also accept you better because they can make the jokes in their own way. They can 
tell the story with the context that they're living in and it's a context you, which you understand. I think language either enhances or diminishes the impact of the difference between nationalities. And when you have something like Portugal and Spain, it's even easier because they already assume that you speak Spanish. If you speak good Spanish, then it's like they take that as a compliment and they it's easier for you to be accepted. It's accepted. And because we tend to be more lightweight in our social interactions, then everything else is necessarily lighter. But the same applies if you go to a country like Finland or, or, or Nordic countries. Um, if you don't speak the language, they speak English. You speak really good English. Or you can, you can integrate just by speaking English, but only to a certain level. And probably there you would feel um, more the difference between you know, being Portuguese and being a Finnish or a Norwegian. And I bring it back to the language because for me is the, is the clearest element within the identity, within the culture, um, that you can see um, the differences, the real differences, be it the accent, be it the grammar, be it the way you express yourself and so on, you know, setting aside the, the physical traits. So my, to my experience, it, I didn't notice that much. Um, it's not that I didn't notice that much. I think very little was it I could attribute to being Portuguese. A lot of it had to do with my personality. So whether I, I've enjoyed part of the culture or not had to do more with my personality rather than me being Portuguese. That's my perception at least. Okay. Did you feel that so were you yes. were you more nationalist before when you were in Portugal? Was that a more important thing for you than it is right now? Uh, it the honest answer is I didn't think about it because you don't. It's not a thing when you're still in the country, and you you've traveled maybe two or three times. It's yeah. You, you don't have anything to compare. You don't. Like when I first moved to Malaysia and then I, I took it personally that people didn't know what Portugal was. That's when you start realizing, oh, okay. So if you take that as an offense for whatever reason, that probably you are like a little bit over patriotic or over nationalist, whatever you want to call it. But then from there, you can choose to still be like that and kind of, you know, spread the word that Portugal is, you know, rule half of the world and this sort of things. Or you can actually understand or, or give it a little bit more relativity to the, to the whole thing and think that you're also ignorant about other people's cultures. Realistic, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Shona? That was a, an interesting question. How, how did that change? How nationalistic were you and how nationalistic are you now? Um, I can think of a... Of a an example on how I was more nationalist before, but I've definitely felt the difference uh, between now and then in, in more in the sense of being more, being more open, being more aware of other nationalities, uh, you know, being more aware that, um, um, that other people exist in the world and that they have different traits than you. And, you know, I think that helps putting things in perspective and not, and not just, you know, be like, uh, 
oh, I'm Portuguese and, you know, I have to be like this uh, forever because I'm a proud Portuguese or I have to keep all my traditions and keep all my, uh, my you know, all the things I used to do. Um, so yeah. it became more open and let go of pride a bit? Yeah, maybe, maybe that, yeah. Yeah, I've, okay. no, I've definitely felt that difference. Because definitely... Ella, you're going to say something. Yeah, I was going to maybe important for the discussion is the difference between nationalism. I just quickly checked that before I said anything <laughs> completely wrong uh, and patriotic. Yeah. Uh, and it seems to me that the difference mainly hinges on whether you want to assert power over another or not. So you have some devotion about a way of life, a place, let's say Portuguese culture, but you don't assert that is better nor worse than another. If you assert that you want to, it's better or more powerful or anything, that's when you become nationalist. So I think what probably we share is we have a sense of patriotism to assert maybe to different degrees, potentially. Um, and certainly in different areas, like I'm much more patriotic when it comes to football than anything else. Mm. Like it's, you, when, you were, when you were describing... Yeah. It's the only time I, I, I assert my nationalism to my... <laughs> Patriotism, yeah. 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 Um, but when you were describing when you got to Malaysia and people didn't know where Portugal was and you were like, oh, but we had an empire. Doesn't that sound, uh, even if it's just, you know, based on your upbringing or whatever it is, doesn't that sound a bit nationalistic? Yeah, I wasn't saying like, that. Oh, we're better. No, no, I wasn't replying that. I, okay. I, what I was thinking is, you learn history from our perspective where we think we were so big that people would remember us and know where we are, that you find it odd that people don't know or don't recognize that. So it's not like I was propagating that um, because it would be a sort of a, a light layer of nationalism. Absolutely, yeah. Um, potentially, you know, benign, but still. I also so, think that my national, my patriotism has changed <laughs> over time in the sense that I think, you know, to for you to be proud of your country, it comes, everything comes from, um, you know, the history of, of the country. Uh, you know, Which I don't know, so. People are proud of and they, they want to, you know, uh, share it with the world. But ever since I've learned how to look at the Portuguese history with more realistic eyes, I, I've been, it's been changing for me. I think I'm a more uh, realistic person now and I don't go about to other people, especially of, for, from other nationalities on how Portugal was so great in the 16th century, how we <laughs> discovered so many things blah 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 because we now know that things but, the, but that's that's as you know they were a bit glorified uh, yeah well the glorification may have served the purpose to uh, get the portuguese identity to what you feel portugal is today uh, i i would uh, i would say was it Portugal that traveled? Was it Portugal that conquered? Was it, was it really Portugal or was it a, a specific set of people? 
can we be proud for some other people 500 years ago doing something? Uh, especially when half of those people weren't even Portuguese, uh, you know, the, the navigators we, we were hiring, or we, I, I say we, but uh, the king or, or even the, it was a, a society of sorts. It was the, the evolution of the Templars in Portugal doing all of the, all of the hard work. So is that a nationality? And can we, can we be praised for, for Templars connected to the Portuguese monarchy of 500 years ago? Can we be proud of their achievements when uh, the money came from elsewhere, when the, the, the people uh, working came from elsewhere? Is it, is it a Portuguese venture and can we be proud as Portuguese of that? I think that it's an interesting topic um, because <laughs> it also vast. ties in. No, it, it funnily enough, uh, or interestingly enough, it ties in with the conversation about reparations, for example, in the US. Yeah. Because it, to, to which degree people from now, which have zero or very little connections with people that actually were slave owners, how do you establish a sense of like a, a consequential... Um, connection there that people now need to pay for what happened back then. So that applies for you know, glory and, and terrible things in the past, which I think is a very interesting topic to dig into. A little over five minutes. The, the main thing for me is that the nationality seems to, become, to have become, if I stay in Europe, a formality. Like I need to say I'm Portuguese because it's, it's still part of Europe. Europe has, I don't know, 40 countries or so for policies, for all sorts of things. I am Portuguese, but I've, I think like there, there has been an evolution into how much Portuguese I am in comparison to what are the Portuguese traits internationally recognized. The famous Zengashkans, it is still something that you can relate to. Getting things done. Yeah, within, with shortcuts. No matter what, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you will still have those things. But for me, the biggest one that I can understand where differences lie is the language and where I think the culture is more reflected on. And I can, I can still di differentiate myself from the people around me in the UK and even in Ireland and even in Spain. Other than that, it seems like there are blur, more blurred lines and I see that as a good thing because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pro... Um, um, integration. Pro integration, yeah. Rather than globalization, more integration. Yeah. I, think, I think we tend to go... The world is going towards globalization and towards the, the end of... Um, how do you call it? Oh, my God. The things that separate countries. Borders. 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 <laughs> I think we are, you don't have them, so you forget even world. the concept. Yeah, <laughs> a world without um, borders. Um, I think that's our. It will. It will be our future. It's what makes sense, even though things these days are a bit weird, and you know, with the rise of uh, nationalism and the the the, the right wing po politics uh, rising in 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 Europe. Um, 
which which are dividing us all these things are kind of dividing us at the moment but i think it's it's you know it, it will go away i think if you it's have it will go if you have vision you will see that you know vision vision into the future you 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 can see that the world is going uh towards a more globalized uh, civilization and you know with no countries or no borders uh, which I think is a good thing too I think we should be free to go and travel to wherever we want without the the the, the, the inhibition that the you know things like having to get a visa to go to certain places uh, puts on us um, so yeah, I think I think it's 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 a good thing. I I would like to live in a world like that. Okay, um, I'm sure that anybody that is uh, a bit less open to no borders uh, would go crazy listening to you right now. Uh, but I do understand the approach. I would ask you maybe a final question, um, one or two final questions. The f the first one would be. Uh, if you were, let's say, from Liechtenstein, uh, would that make sense? And maybe I leave that uh, just hanging there. Would, would, would it make sense for you to describe yourself as a proud Liechtensteiner? Uh, and, the, the, and if you can answer as well, one to 10, how Portuguese these days do you guys feel? But, sorry, can you repeat the last? So the first question would be, uh, does it make this whole conversation, would it make sense if all of us were from Liechtenstein, uh, the country in between Austria and Switzerland? Mm -hmm. And the other one is the tiny country. Uh, and the other one is one to 10, how Portuguese are you? Joana. Uh, five. <laughs> five. And Liechtenstein doesn't doesn't ring a bell. The smaller the country, the more open you tend to be towards other countries. The more open you are to speak their languages, to accept their culture, and so on. So Liechtenstein's probably even better than we are at that. And then in terms of Portuguese, probably somewhere five of a six, maybe. Yeah, That's I think I think any country, no matter how small it is, has their own things to be proud of. I'm sure. That's a very way, a very nice way to, to end. I would just say that Portuguese one to ten, uh, I am a ten, and a proud Portuguese, I am a one. So <laughs> that's that. Yeah. So the average would be five or six, like you guys. So that's that. that makes sense. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and um, hear you next week. Then. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. See you next week.